Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, hey, I'm joined by the team, Mr. Benny Mathers, Valerie Dunn, hanging out, pushing all the right buttons. Hello, Mr. B. Hey there, Pat. How are you? I'm really good. Good. I had such a really good time yesterday. You did? Wonderful. That's what we want to hear. I did. Interviewing Melissa Etheridge. Ah, how are we going to divulge a little bit of how the interview went, or are we going to have our listeners wait for the... We're going to play it tomorrow. Okay, there we go. So student- You're not going to play it tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what I'm doing is I'm making it easy on this end, so when, so when I send it to you, it'll be really clear how we're going to do it. Awesome. And of course, I'm going to do the introduction live and some other pieces live, but I actually have to get permission to air some of this because Eric had started the recording the minute she got on the phone, right? So we're recording the, the, the conversation, and she and I are having this great conversation about granola and butter and other things. And some of it's really cool. And so the way we end the interview, if you don't hear the first part of it, you may not, you may not understand the last part. But it was, it was very, very good. And, you know, Benny, I am not interested in her personal life, I really was interested in this this album because it, it actually, in my opinion, is one of her best. Um, very, very cool stuff. And, you know, yesterday we talked about the lyrics. So that was very cool to be able to have that chat with her. And for those of you that are, are, are wondering, um, she is on the Fearless Love Tour, and she's touring all over the country. As a matter of fact, she called us from Denver yesterday. Uh, we'll be in Seattle this weekend at Paramount. So if you haven't gotten tickets or haven't figured that out yet that she was coming to town, it's a show you're not going to want to miss. Uh, so Benny, very cool times. And, uh, what I love about this is how the universe lines everything up, how the planets come together. And before you know it, there is this cosmic plan for our lives. But sometimes we could get a little help. And sometimes we can get a little help from knowing about some of the incredible healing powers that we have, not only within ourselves, but from the things around us. And so today I get to chat with the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Crystals. Finally, somebody has written a book about crystals that I can actually understand. Karen Ryan is joining us here today, and we're going to be talking about crystals, what it what is a crystal? What makes it work? And, by the way, we have three copies of this book to give away to people today. So, very, very cool. Uh, we're also going to take your calls uh, today in the show if you've got questions about crystals, about something going on in your life. We'll take your call as well. Uh, or you can, when you call in to receive a copy of the book, you can ask uh, Valerie to take your question. But Karen Ryan, uh, is she is a crystal energy therapist. Uh, she is someone that has been traveling in this journey, teaching classes for over 20 years on crystal healing, Reiki, spiritual aromatherapy. She has appeared on radio and television, has written three books, has given tours uh, of the extensive gem and minerals collection at the Royal Ontario Museum in Toronto, Canada. 
2007, she was invited to speak on using crystals at the Pain Management Deep Learning Summit in Boston. And this is her recent book, The Complete Idiot's Guide to Crystals. Yay, we're so happy to have her here. She is someone that uh, has excelled in her private healing practice, and she teaches in the Toronto area. And so if you're like me and you have crystals all over the place and don't really have a clue about whether or not I should be having certain crystals with others or whether or not I should be doing something with them, that's what we're going to find out today. And why is it some of us are drawn to certain crystals and really repelled by others? So joining me today, Karen, thank you so much. It's uh, super great to have you on the show. Well, it's my pleasure, Dr. Pat. So I think we have to start with a conversation about crystals themselves. But before we do that, I am so interested in finding out how someone gets to have a purpose in life that is all about crystals. And that's you. Yeah. So, yeah, how the heck did this become your life's path? Well, I, you know, I think when we're children, we start playing with rocks and, and anything that we find along the street, whether it's sand in the sandbox and pouring it into a bucket or anything. We're surrounded all the time with crystals. But, you know, I think one's path to become a crystal healer is something that may even be part of one's past, as in past life even. We mm-hmm. have a concept of, of having, you know, prior professions or that we were uh, certain types of people who entered into certain streams of, of healing and learning. And in this lifetime, we've brought a lot of that forward. And even for myself, I went on a journey to find out what is it that is my mission in life. And I went to see somebody who had a good depth of understanding of people and was able to reach back. And he said, you know, you could do it all with crystals. And I said, wow, that's pretty amazing. What does that mean I could do it all with crystals? Meaning that my life and my purpose would be around crystals, crystal teaching, healing with crystals. And I was at the very beginning of my path, and I thought, well, how, how do I proceed with that? But that's very much like anybody who comes to crystals for the first time. They're kind of engaged with the idea. They like the idea. But how do I use it? How do I go from here? So I want to be able to address this uh, quest. I'll call it a personal quest uh, for other people, their attraction, and as you had also said, why in some cases you might even be repelled from crystals. So we'll have a look at that in terms of self-transformation. I love that. I love the whole conversation about transformation, by the way. Um, And, you know, there's a a question that I think is very basic, and I would love to talk about it because uh, you do address it in the book. Most of us don't really even understand what a crystal is. And I would love to start that conversation because I think sometimes we pick up a gemstone or we pick something up and we say, oh, this is a crystal. And then somebody says, no, that's not a crystal. That's a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, and then you say, oh, now I feel like uh, a little less than because I thought I had a crystal and now I don't. Sure. But anyway, <laughs> so could you give us the definition and some examples? Of course. Well, you know, we don't want to go back through too much history, but when the planet mm-hmm. was being formed, a lot of the gases consolidated and started to create matter, and in other words, on the planet. And as it consolidated, there were different blends of gases, different um, formations, transformations that occurred through heat and pressure and the um, inclusions of different materials. So essentially what happens through heat and pressure, we have an alignment of molecules. 
they start to form under a certain crystalline structure, meaning that they take shape according to their polarity, to positive and negative ions, etc. And that alignment helps to form and transform those gases and solids into basically bioenergetic forces. The heat and the pressure through volcanic activity, through the heaving of the earth and the movement, they all consolidated and helped with the growth of crystals, meaning they took on that crystalline formation. Along with that, there's other properties that come with crystals. For instance, crystals are piezoelectric. With all that heat and, and pressure that was used to form them from the beginning, they actually took on some of those characteristics. So they have an electrical energy within them. And when pressure is applied, that energetic source can actually be released. Can it be refilled? Yes. There are ways of putting that energy back in. So when there's also energy, and if it's applied to a crystal, it can actually bend. It can actually send out an energy wave. It has the ability to vibrate at a very precise uh, frequency at 60 hertz or 60 times per second. And that is something that healers want to look for as well. They can also produce sound, obviously, if they can release electricity and can pulse and do all of these things. There will also be light and sound associated with them. Even if you took two crystals, quartz crystals, and banged them together in a dark room, you can see mm-hmm. light emitting from them and how many Boy Scouts are underneath blankets doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so they can release radiant energy. And again, these are properties of crystals that we can use for healing. But it's understanding what properties there are scientifically that provides the transformation or the bridge, as it were, into using them for healing. So when we're uh, with crystals, we feel different. And that's what our bodies are responding to. But getting the vocabulary and learning the techniques for using it is what crystal healing is all about. So in my book, I try to introduce the science and say, okay, now you've got the scientific principles, how they were formed, they were part of the planet, they consolidated, and they have these scientific principles with them. Then how do we get that bridge into using them for healing and self-transformation? I think that's the question, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to really, you know, be spending some time exploring the world of crystals. This is something that I've always been fascinated by and that I know very little about, except that I have an extraordinary collection, thanks to the many people that have gifted me. I want to let everybody know we're going to take a short break, because when we come back, we're going to be talking about crystals, the healing power, but some of the things that we should know. You know, do we need to care for our crystals? And if so, what does that care look like? Is there a cleansing involved in it? But more importantly, what is the metaphysical mysteries around crystals? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by my very special guest here today is Karen Ryan. She is the author of Complete Idiot's Guide to Crystals. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I used to like to walk the street and narrow line. I used to think that everything was fine. Sometimes I'd sit and gaze for days through sleepless dreams. Posture is not just about standing up straight. It's about being aware of and connected to every part of yourself. 
This is Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, and I'd like to share some information about posture with you. The human body craves alignment. When we are properly aligned, our bones, not our muscles, support our weight. The big payoff with proper posture is that we feel healthier and have more energy. Poor posture distorts the alignment of bones, chronically tenses muscles, and contributes to stressful conditions such as loss of vital lung capacity, increased fatigue, reduces blood flow and oxygen to the brain, and much more. For tips on how to improve our posture, visit us at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on the Dr. Pat Show the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. Did you know that the visible spectrum has beneficial frequencies for the human body that provide a valuable tool for healing? Based on the knowledge that each color relates to a particular frequency or vibration, also regarded as energy, you can promote healing effects when wavelengths, colors, are used appropriately. Clothes are like filters for the color waves over our bodies, and choosing what we wear determines quantity and quality of color, light energy, which is absorbed into our physical body. For example, people with high blood pressure should avoid red color. Instead, wearing blue or green color will promote calming and soothing. And opposite, people with low blood pressure should wear red as a known stimulant color, but also should be aware that it raises the pulse rate. To avoid raising the pulse, the red color can be substituted with orange. This tip has been brought to you by Galia Filipova, specializing in energy, color, art, healing at Access Wellness Center, real healing naturally. Call today, 425-251-6625 to book your personalized color tests and see which color does your body need at this moment. Perhaps I'll get a chance to look ahead and see Soon as I find myself a crystal ball Soon as I find myself Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Karen Ryan is joining us here today. She's one of the leading experts when it comes to conversations around crystals. And actually, she's much more than that. Uh, you know, she is a Reiki master and spiritual teacher. She's joining us here today as the author of the book that I actually have in front of me and will be giving away, Complete Idiot's Guide to Crystals. But what I want to do is I want to direct you to her website as well. Um, if you go to crystaltiger.com, that's crystaltiger.com, uh, you'll be able to find lots and lots and lots of information here, including information about animal healing and aromatherapy and, uh, and much more. Karen, thank you so much for joining the show today. It's great to have you here. 
I'm delighted, Pat. It gives me an opportunity to talk to people about crystals. Well, yes. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, the conversation about caring for crystals, because I think most of us don't know that there is there's something or some way to be with them in order to optimize their healing potential. But yet very few of us really know what that is. Sure. How about if I take you through a couple of the steps? Absolutely. Um, Many of us actually acquire crystals through gifts, as as you have, Pat. Yes, Um, yes. And, you know, you get it home, you're going, now what do I do with it? And often when the crystals come through shops or stores, and there are a lot of people who handle these crystals, they pick them up, they try to decide whether they want it or not, they don't seem to realize that they're actually transferring a lot of their energy to the crystal, and the crystal's helping them as well. But when they put it back in the box, that cleansing has not occurred. So when you take it home, you're bringing some of, you know, signature, energy signature, uh, residual signatures back into your home. So one of the things that we want to do is cleansing. Of course, you know, there's the external cleanse, which is to wash them with salt and water. That will take off any surface grime, etc. But the next part is uh, cleansing of the subtle energies that may be residing on that crystal. So there are a number of crystals uh, that you can do uh, cleanse with in a salt bath. And essentially, I keep it very simple. I put the crystal into a water bath. I fill it up, water up to about an inch above where the crystal is. And I throw in maybe a tablespoon of salt. It's okay. You don't have to stir it up. Just throw it in. It'll be fine. And let it sit for seven to eight hours. What happens is the it's uh, an unusual process, and the positive and negative ions kind of knock each other out, and they are emitted into the salt water. After seven or eight hours, you can pour off the water without touching it, and all of the negative energies, or what I call unwanted energies, are poured off from the salt water down the drain. And so you're left with a squeaky clean crystal. Now, there's some crystals that you do not want to do that with, and they tend to be uh, quite porous. Uh, There was one person who said that she had a problem with one crystal. It's called halite. And I said, well, that's salt. If you put water with it, of course, it'll dissolve. (laughs) So there are some crystals that you do not put into salt water. So the next step is once you have the crystals is you want to find uh, a place to um, recharge them. Uh, A crystal comes from the earth, and it comes with earth energy in it. So when it is harvested or mined and brought into the stores or given to you as a gift, it starts to, you know, lose its energy. And as you actually wear or use the crystal for healing, its energy starts to decline as well. Because it's now out of the earth, out of the yin energy, the, the feminine, the earth energy, it's now needing to be resuscitated and restored using yang energy or the sun, the solar energy. And for that purpose, we usually leave the crystals out in the sun to absorb ultraviolet light, which recharges the internal battery, as it were, of the crystal. So that is a way to recharge the crystal. So now you've cleansed it, now you've recharged it, And it's probably a good idea to start thinking about how to use it. A lot Mm -hmm. of people like to wear crystals. So if we're not wearing them either in jewelry or as pendants or in some cases the popular chip necklace uh, bracelets around the wrist, then they're also worn as a necklace. Then we want to use them for healing. 
And a lot of people will say, well, you know, if I'm going to use a crystal for healing, what kind of crystal should I use? Should it be faceted? Should it look like a jeweler's gem? Or should it be raw, in the raw state? And to which I say, well, if you look inside a crystal, whether it's shaped or whether it's in its natural form, you're still dealing with the same molecular structure. And that's what you're using is the crystalline structure of a crystal. That's so fascinating because I have a couple crystals when we come back from our next break. I want to talk with you about them. I didn't know till recently what they were, but they're all different. Some crystals are, uh, let me just call it majestic in their stance. They are pyramid-like, so to speak. And I guess the question is, you know, do different crystals have different personalities? I would think so. Nature has given us so many different types of people. It gives us so many different types of crystals. And as part of my book, I say there is a crystal for every healing need that you have. Mm. It's just a matter of getting guidance to it. And that guidance can be sometimes intuitive. And in many cases nowadays, of course, it can be taught. Mm. Let's talk about the, let's talk about the healing for a minute and let's just define this because we've mentioned it now a couple of times. Um, and let's talk about the power and the potential of using crystals for healing. Uh, and I guess there are a couple of points to the conversation. One is, um, the how and the other is the what. Um, most folks want to know, is there a way that I have to do this? And then the next question then becomes, how do I know which crystal to use for which what ailment, so to speak? Okay, we can certainly talk about that. So on the on the how side, how do you use the crystals? Uh, in many cases, uh, they're worn or placed on the body wherever the healing is needed. But how do you pick out the crystal that you need? Mm-hmm. So in many cases, you pick out a crystal that resonates with particular ailment, there's lots of books that will actually describe what you need on that as reference books. But, you know, I'm kind of a, a, the type of person that says, look at the, the energy that of the crystal itself and the energy in that part of the body where you're going to place the crystal. So I'm talking about the chakra system. In mm. many cases, you know, you can, as I said, do this intuitively, which is to pick a crystal for the uh, ailment that's closest to the chakra. So if I have a tummy ache, for instance, then I'm going to look for a crystal that's going to be working in my solar plexus area in the middle part of the body. So when we come to the metaphysical properties, the crystals themselves, and you mentioned about their shapes, like the pyramids, yes. and they're, they're kind of pointy and kind of round. These are very much like whether they're, they tend to be very mm, active or passive. And this active or passivity is something that your healing needs. Do you need to slow things down, speed things up? Do you need things to mend? Do you need things to dissolve? These are kind of contrasts and opposites. The crystals can be typified that way. Do we have an active crystal that needs to go into your stomach for a tummy ache? Or do we want something to calm it down? Active or passive? You know, there is some interesting conversations around this. You know, these days, there's a conversation between crystals versus gemstones. 
And uh, I want to ask you about that because, you know, we're finding gemstone spheres, we're finding tumble gemstones, right? And, uh, and, and I want, and, and people are really drawn to these. And I want to ask you, what are gemstones used for if in part of this conversation versus what crystals are used for? Okay, well, a gemstone and a crystal are essentially the same. It's mm-hmm. just another name for it. You can even call them rocks. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, yeah. I love that, actually. Thank <laughs> well, you. How many people get like a three-carat diamond rock? Well, <laughs> we call that exactly. a big rock. <laughs> we do call it a big rock. Exactly. So they're all pretty much uh, considered to be the, the same name. So, But we, we like the word crystal because we're really talking about the crystalline structure. When we see a round ball, like a rose quartz ball or a crystal ball that's, you know, clear, we tend to think of that as being a crystal. Because it's round, it has very um, yin quality, meaning the energy is not sharp. It is about radiating out from the ball. So it's characteristic and its energy within the crystal is very soft and very comforting, whereas if you look at something that's pyramid shape, or like an obelisk, which is tall with a pyramid on the top, it's all very yang or very masculine. It's about uh, directing energy in a very specific way. So you have something round and something like a wand shape or long. You have two different types of energy. One is more passive, round one, and one is more active. And again, if you're reflecting back into your healing, what does your healing need? Does it need to slow down, in which case the ball would be really great? You can just hold that in your hand. Your whole system will calm down. If you need something a bit more active to provide much more energy, then you could hold something that's a wand. It helps to direct energy. In fact, you can even point that wand at the area where you need the healing. You can take the ball and place that ball on the area where you need healing. Depends whether you need active or passive healing. I think that's the thing for all of us to really figure out because there is so much that we can all learn from the energy uh, of what's around us. It's really kind of it's kind of fascinating. It's magical. We know about crystals, gemstones. They're just about everywhere and every, just about every fantasy magic book you ever picked up as a child and even beyond that. And yet here we are, uh, and most of us don't really have a clue about whether we're doing the right thing to it or if there is a right thing. And joining me today, Karen Ryan, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be giving away copies of her book, and we're going to take your calls so that we can get your questions up here as well. And I'm actually going to have a couple of crystals in front of me, and I'm going to try to describe them to Karen to see what she could tell me about them. All right, everybody, we're going to take a short break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. As I find myself a crystal ball. Well, tell me, tell me where I'm going. I don't know where I'm Are you ready for a joyful and successful realty experience? Today's real estate market is challenging, complex, and constantly changing is one of the best times in years to buy or sell a home. But you'll need to find the right person to help you on your journey. One who understands the opportunities and will make this the best experience of your life. Kathy Staup is just that person. An experienced real estate agent who knows the pitfalls, can spot the red flags, and guide you to a successful, positive purchase or sale. Kathy Staup can spot the real deals, saving you time chasing a listing only to find it's not available. Known as the positive real estate agent, Kathy will make your next 
next sale or purchase easy, fun, and successful. Start this journey with positive energy. Call Kathy at 206-276-1070. That's 206-276-1070. Or visit PositivePathHome.com. PositivePathHome.com for the most positive realty experience of your life. Have you ever wanted more for yourself or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides. For pet parents who value quality natural nutrition, Wellness Natural Food for Dogs and Cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen, authentic ingredients in every recipe they make. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose, never any empty calories. You can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness, from their source to your pet's bowl. To learn more about the difference wellness pet foods can make and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you, go to wellnesspetfood.com. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qi Gong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qi Gong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit IIQTC.org for more information on my body practice. IIQTC.org. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to be playing Name That Crystal because I've actually pulled a bunch of these crystals out so that we can have some fun with this. But before I do, I would love to open up the phone lines to make sure that uh, I believe we're giving three copies of the book away. And so we'd love for you to call in. And if you have questions, please let Valerie know. And we'll make sure we get your questions on air. Also, um, yeah, one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine and get a copy of the book. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Karen Ryan is joining us here today. So we're actually going to do something like real time with this. Um, I've got some crystals here that uh, were either found, uh, and some of these were found, and uh, others were given to me. And so, Karen, I would love to play. What is the crystal? <laughs> name that crystal. <laughs> name that crystal. If we can do name that crystal. The first one is, and there are a series of three of them, two parts of it look like they come from the ends of a geode, and the middle one seems like it comes from the middle. And they're in tiny little clusters, and it's clear it's a crystal, and they're light, light, they're like a light blue 
right? So they would look like a really small, they're like small clusters. They're a light blue, and they're just absolutely beautiful. But I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue of what they are. Well, they certainly sound lovely, and whoever gifted you with them probably picked them out very appropriately for yourself and your interests. I think Mm. what we have here is a crystal called celestite, which I call the sky crystal, celestite. That's C-E-L-E-S-T-I-T-E. And um, on my website, I've actually done uh, a bit more of an explanation about this sky crystal. crystal. Now, this is very good for opening up the third eye and the crown chakra. It's a very subtle energy crystal. You can use it by sleeping with it. And my recommendation to you is to put uh, one of these little geodes at the top of your pillow and okay. one on each side. Okay. Okay. And keep sleep with it every night if you can for at least a week, if not longer, if you feel comfortable uh, sleeping with it. What it does is it very, very gently opens up the third eye, but it does more than that. It goes into a deeper growth meaning a spiritual growth starts to happen. And one of the side effects, it's a good side effect, is you become more telepathic. Mm. And that's not a bad idea. You'll be able to sense things at a much deeper level. So this is one of the metaphysical properties of the crystals. They actually help you increase on your uh, ESP, if you want to call it that, your extrasensory perception. In this case, it's a knowingness, a seeing, and being able to intuit things at a much deeper level. And so it works on the subtle energy that way. And wow. it's a crystal called celestite. Okay. So I had not, all I know is it's, they're beautiful and I absolutely adore them. And then I have two very interesting white, and I'm going to call them crystals because I think that's what they are. They look like they're from, they look like they're the same, but they're not. Let me explain them. They look, when you look at the first one, it looks like a giant quartz crystal. It is very heavy. And I have some quartz, and I know quartz is not quite this heavy. So this is this is dense. It's about six inches uh, tall. And in it, there are three large crystals pointing up and then perhaps some smaller ones. Now, they almost appear like they're smoky white, except that um, some parts of them are translucent. So I don't quite know what that is. And then next to them, I have about a 12-inch long, 12-inch long, almost by about mm, 2-inch diameter. So it's really quite large. But it is a white crystal that when you look at the side panel, it almost looks like strands of silk. Yeah. And I don't know what this is. It's long, but it doesn't have the pointed pyramid thing going on. Okay. Well, I have uh, no idea what that is. Well, I, I have a fairly good idea, but I'd like to spend a little bit more time on the on the six-inch tall one. Yeah. That has a pyramid at one side. And yeah. Do you find it light or heavy? Heavy. 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 And it's it's actually heavy. I had to put it down. It's like that. It's probably one of the heaviest crystals I have for its size. Mm-hmm. And you said mm-hmm. that it was milk white. It it really looks like milk white. You know, like crystals, you can see through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like quartz, you can see through them. Mm-hmm. But it it appears to be shiny, almost clear on the outside. But when you look in, it's like a dense white. And there are some other pieces that are really a dense white. Mm. And that's very very peculiar. You know, at first, 
sight. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it because I'm using my third eye as much as I can to see what's going on there. Um, at first glance, I, I would say it's some sort of agate. Mm-hmm. And it comes, agates come in many, many different colors. And because it's uh, a little bit porous, they can actually dye it into different colors. But mm-hmm. this, uh, this, this white and there's some inclusions in it, it sounds, uh, it could be anything. There's something I have called- to text you a picture. Ah. Well, that'd be fine. You can send it to me <laughs> later. <laughs> but uh, sometimes there are inclusions, um, uh, like a dendric opal, mm. which is, uh, you know, it's a little difficult to tell. But I rather suspect it, it might be an agate. Now, mm-hmm. the second one that you have, I'm pretty certain by your description, what you have is called a selenite wand. That's S-E-L-E-N-I-T-E, selenite wand. And um, they, uh, this is a, a wonderful material, and, and um, I'm reminded of a Merlin cave. If you remember, Merlin uh, was like a folk history uh, person. He was um, uh, like a druid, a sage, and he had old knowledge, and he retained that. And it is said that at the time of his death in merry old England, and it was really old England, uh, his... Um, knowledge went into a cave and in that cave it was full of selenite crystals and it is said even today that if you have selenite that you'll be able to access Merlin's memory which would be very interesting and stunning to get some of that information uh, of so long ago. Mm -hmm. So the selenite wand is a crystal that essentially doesn't need cleansing. Remember I mentioned about cleansing the crystals using salt water. This is one that is perpetually like frozen light. It is so beautiful. You find that it has a a little radiance to it. And it's used for opening up chakras. It's used principally at the crown chakra. And it is, just as you said, strands of light and it helps with the streaming of light energy and provides um, a alignment of your own subtle body energies. It's mm-hmm. actually a very powerful crystal and can be used for cleansing other crystals just by laying them on and for recharging. Mm-hmm. So you have a, a great crystal there. And if you didn't have enough crystals in your bed already from the selenite, <laughs> you can lay this one next to you, and it will help uh, give you really amazing dreams, among other things. And also it will work on your energy. It uh, it can also be used in the center of the body if you just lay it on your chest or mm-hmm. in your lower part of the body, say, you know, from the, uh, the tummy down uh, to the, the lower part of the torso, uh, you'll find that it provides a, a very amazing energy. It's almost like it's glowing energy, and it will help to oh, align yeah. a- energy within your body. It actually looks like it does glow. Honestly, it does. Yeah. Um, uh, we have a caller. Let's go to the phones. We have Donna calling in, Karen, uh, with a question. So let's bring Donna on. Donna, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Donna. Hello. Do you have a question? I'm so glad you're doing this show. <laughs> it's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> yes. How can we help you today? Well, um, I've got quite a collection of uh, larger crystals and smaller, like tumbled stones of, you know, aquamarine or smoky quartz or uh, amethyst that are have been pretty clear. And then I store them in a box and kind of label them and my smaller ones and bring them out periodically and use them. And... 
sometimes I go back to the box that I have them stored in, and um, they have got, like, cracks through them or uh, a lot of whitish stuff from just kind of get cloudy in there. Okay. And they're not as pretty then, but are they still as effective? And have they already taken some of my unwanted energies, maybe, or yes, is it I, just I, I them? Good question. Yeah, I think uh, they certainly have. Now, can you tell me where you store the box? Is it in the basement or? Well, it's in my office, and I've got all my books in here, and I've got a desk, and I've got um, just a lot of uh uh, crystals and stones sitting out um, on the shelves, and then some of them that I've stored, um, oh gosh, they're in my desk drawer in a divided box. Some of them, some of my boxes are cardboard and some are just a, like a plastic uh, box that you might uh, use for like fishing tackle or something maybe. I don't and, know. And are they also <laughs> cracked? But it works great for storing each of my little, uh, I put the name of the crystal in there and so I will remember what it is. Yeah. Are so, there, are the, are the crystals in, are all of the crystals in the box cracked? No, have no. Some transformation just or a just couple. Of them? And I don't know, I, could, be, could it be that I, I often thought that maybe I put a, a stronger, uh, energy stone in there with it hmm. and possibly it's been too much energy for it and it's just kind of uh, reacted that way. <laughs> yeah. And that is entirely possible but you know I, the other thing that often comes up is uh, maybe your home is sitting on some sacred land or, you know and that the crystals are actually they're doing their job which is to handle energy. One of the principal characteristics that I find of crystals is their ability to take erratic signatures or signals and make them uh-huh. constant. So if you're surrounded by negative energy, one of the things the crystals do is they try to, you know, heal that. They try to make it a very positive energy signature. So my suggestion is to remove the uh, the crystals that are cracked or milky or have transformed in some way. I get the feeling they're burnt out. And okay. that can, can happen. So we would usually cleanse them and put them out into the sun for recharging. If you find that they transform back, great, because crystals can do that. They can change color. They can go cloudy. They can go white. They have that ability. But if they're totally burnt out, they're not doing their job. And so they need to be really sent back mm. to the earth. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, thank uh, you. Thank I... you so much for calling in with your question. Um, and sure. you know what we'll do? Let's take a short break, and you can finish up with Karen during the break as well, because I know you've got much more information. Uh, much more information to share. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. When we come back, we'll be talking about healing with crystals. We'll be right back. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you have junk in your trunk? Are there backseat drivers in your life? Do you use your horn to communicate your wants and desires? 
Grab hold of your wheel of life today with our exclusive how-to program, Are You in Your Driver's Seat? It contains three books in one, a driver's manual, a personal maintenance log, and owner's manual. You can go it alone or work with one of our pit crew members. When you get in trouble on the road of life, pull into the pit. $25 per half hour session for Dr. Pat listeners. Visit EmergeCoachingServices.com. Get in your driver's seat today. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Invest in your life. Indigo Fusion Spa and Gallery. Offering regular meditation classes, spiritually conscious art, holistic healing services, and classes in spiritual development, and holistic wellness. This unique spa is located in Seattle's University District. For more information, visit us online at www.indigofusionsg.com. That's indigofusionsg.com. Did you know Greek Guts Yogurt is a good source of protein? Each serving of Greek Guts Yogurt provides 5 grams of protein. When you consume Greek Guts Yogurt 3 times a day, you're getting more than 20% of the daily recommended protein value. That's great news. So don't forget to pack a Greek Oats Yogurt for lunch today. For more information, visit GreekOatsYogurt.com and Analuke.com. E-Cloth, the only cleaning solution you'll ever need. E-Cloth's fiber function does the cleaning, not a chemical reaction. Also, no paper towels or chemicals to buy, so you'll save lots of money. And E-Cloths are guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. The whole time, safer for you, your family, the environment, and saving you lots of money. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Hey, welcome back everyone. We're just talking, talking, talking during the break about crystals and healing and wow, what a great show. Uh, thank you all for tuning us in. Karen Ryan is joining us here today. The book is called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Crystals. And there's a lot, I'm telling you, there's just lots, tons, tons and tons of information in the book. Um, Karen, I, I would love to kind of bring us full circle because uh, we've talked about a number of different gemstones but and, and crystals. But I want to talk specifically about healing because this is really like what you said to me. You said, take these, put them over here, you know, take this, put this over here. But most of the time, people don't know what to do. And so can I ask you what some of the crystals are that heal some of the chronic things that may be going on in people's bodies? Oh, absolutely. Well, in my book, I introduced something called the Five Master Healers. And that's mm. basically to give people a good start. And that's clear quartz, rose quartz, amethyst, smoky quartz, and turquoise. And essentially, these are the crystals that can be used pretty well anywhere on the body for transformation of uh, illness and to help promote meditation and also for providing emotional support. So when we have a crystal, and 
we're using it for healing purposes. We want, as I mentioned before, we need to uh, to cleanse and, ch- and charge it to make sure that it's up to uh, what it needs to do. But, you know, the easiest thing is to, as I mentioned before, is to find out where in the body you need to place it. And we have an intuition. You can actually hold a crystal in your hand and move it around your body. And I'm talking about maybe a clear quartz crystal. It could be a tumbled crystal, one that's smooth on all sides. And just hold it in your hand and move it around your body. And sometimes people will feel a little tug or a pull. And that's where you just need to just leave the crystal there for a little bit. And you'll find that the energy will start to calm down a little bit. And that's the crystal actually working with your bioenergy, working with the energy in your aura, It'll be working in your chakras, and it's an amazing thing. There are a lot of skeptics, people who don't understand too much about crystals, and yet they get these responses. So one of the things that you can tell a crystal is working is because you feel better. It's hard to put your hand on it exactly. Sometimes people will actually feel a release of energy, so they'll feel a change, and I think that's a really good indication for someone who's starting off with crystals. So uh, let's just remind everyone again what you've identified in the book, uh, because this is, I just want to go over it one more time, the five master healers. Just one more time for folks. Yeah, it's clear quartz, Mm -hmm. rose quartz, amethyst, smoky quartz, and turquoise. Okay. A couple questions... Okay, go ahead. Sure. Now, there's a number of crystals that people like, uh, have used quite a lot for specific healing. And one of them is hematite. And it, it actually looks like steel. It's very highly polished. And that's used for pain relief. And a lot of people will be able to have pain relief by taking some small pieces of hematite and taping it, actually using surgical tape to tape the pieces of hematite onto a sore leg or a rounded joint. Uh, sometimes people with back pain will put a crystal at the bottom of the spine and at the top. Again, just using some surgical tape to tape it on. So that helps to alleviate pain. But people don't understand why this happens. No, Hemat- they don't. No, no, right. Yeah. So hematite an amazing crystal because it actually has magnetic qualities. And a lot of people use magnets in healing. They have magnetic beds or they, indeed, they have uh, uh, bandages with, with uh, magnets on it. Well, the hematite is natural. And so it actually increases circulation to the area and therefore the pain starts to subside. Mm-hmm. So another crystal that works very well with that is a rose quartz. I, I mentioned that's one of the uh, master healers. And I saw something very interesting. It was a man that came to my home. He was an accountant. And he had had a quadruple heart bypass, and they had taken a vein out of his leg. It was a very long leg <laughs> and a very long vein. Wow. And he said for 10 years he's always not been able to heal that one little area behind his knee. And I thought, gee, you know, that needs calming down. Even looking at it, it looked red. I said, put this rose quartz right on it and you know, I know you're a skeptic, <laughs> just do it anyway. And after about five minutes, he looked at me and he said, something changed, I felt something move. And he looked down and the redness had completely gone and it stayed away. So rose quartz can be used just anywhere in the body whenever you want to calm things down. If your child has a cough, that would be great to put on the chest. 
very calming. Another crystal that's very helpful is called purple fluoride. It's fluoride, you know, like it's in the toothpaste. There's yes. a, a derivative, a, an oxidization of the fluoride that's used. But this is purple fluoride, and fluoride is, uh, I don't know, it kind of looks kind of like a city block, all kind of chunky. And that is very amazing for unblocking energy. So let's say that you have um, a bruise, uh, and the energy or the blood is kind of congested in that area. You can hold the, the fluoride against it. If you're having some difficulty healing a broken bone, for instance, you put the fluoride next to it, it starts to straighten it out. Anything where you need to unblock energy, any congestion, so good for lung congestion, uh, for sinuses. Um, if you have want to unblock on the emotional level, you can use purple fluoride as well. So, so there's, there's some a, ideas. Okay, so there's a difference between purple fluoride and then there's a rainbow fluoride as well. Yes. Uh, is that correct? Okay, because I've never seen the purple fluoride, um, but I, I believe I also have some rainbow fluoride. <laughs> well, rainbow is fine because you'll see some purple in there anyway, as well as okay. green. The green is good for digestive issues, so if you have green mm-hmm. fluoride, it's good for digestion. And then mm-hmm. there's clear fluoride, which is good for opening up the head energy, the chakras in, in the crown and in the third eye. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, calcites are very good. Calcite comes in many different colors. And again, you know, they complement the colors of the chakras. So if you had an orange calcite, you want to use it in your second chakra because of the association with the colors that are uh, in the chakras. And that's I was just great... going to ask, yeah, I was going to ask you about colors because sometimes I think, aren't don't you think people are drawn to a particular color of a crystal? Yes, um, and I, I think we should talk about, you know, in some cases mm-hmm. we're, we're attracted to them because we resonate well with them. In other cases, we, we repel, we feel repelled by certain crystals. Yes. And yes. so we're, there, that's kind of a self-denial of transformational processes. Because I'm not mm-hmm. going there, I'm not going to change. So when you find a crystal that you're not really keen about, I challenge you to try that. I'll just bet that's something that you need in your life to move you forward and that you've been stubborn and you're holding on to it and you don't want to let go. Mm. Can, you, can you think of a crystal that, that's like that? Uh, yes, I can actually. And, you know, and also the opposite. It was really interesting that I actually gave a gift to a dear friend of mine of, uh, what I believe is a citrine crystal cluster. Yeah. And it was hard for me to give that gift because I was so drawn to it, but it was so important for this individual to have it for a lot of reasons. And I really can't tell you what they are because I don't know. <laughs> oh, I see. But, you know, citrine is, is uh, pretty amazing. And uh, one of the properties it has is it helps to attract prosperity and wealth. So you gave away a very good gift to someone who probably needed something a little bit more in their life. Mm. And mm. It, it provides a healing quality to uh, the heart. It's a heart energy crystal. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're absolutely right. I did give it to the right person. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us here today. Karen, give out your website one more time, please. Yes, it's uh, www.crystaltiger.com. Crystal Tiger. What a a great show. I mean, I haven't even asked you about this blue crystal that almost looks like it'll flake off. And it's really thin crystals, you know, uh, pieces. 
but mm. it feels like it'll flake. Usually I see it in black, but this is blue. Uh, it could be kyanite. Nice. And it aligns all the subtle energies of the body, something that everybody needs. Where should I put that in my bed? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll save that for another show, won't we? Thank you for joining me here today, Karen. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 